0: Well, something just happened that has happened before. Uh, we re- we didn't record once a whole episode of best episode ever. Right. That's happened twice. Okay, <clears throat> once with Bob Grayash, once with Greg David. Um, we had Bob and Anthony and I also once didn't record a whole episode of Marshall Blue and Variety Hour, which was really good. But I can't remember what it was. So we just got about I don't know ten minutes into yeah. not recording this. So now we're recording it. Um, I was wondering why it kept fading out. It doesn't do that normally. Anyway, um, I'm dumb. So we uh, we're going to talk about um, uh, something big that happened today. Mm-hmm. Normally,
1: you know, you know we uh, we don't uh, we say we always are going to lead with tech. We don't always so we don't always. we've we, established in the in the last ten minutes, as they will be known yes. hereafter, uh, that we lie.
0: That we are lying yeah. lying liars who lie. Yes, but uh, yeah. So the the big news story today is, is the Trump. Yep, Kim Summit. Non-Summit. Non-Summit. Right. And as you, what did you say on Facebook? I, I liked it. I
1: said, uh... Let's look at Ken Herndon. Oh, that's
0: me. <laughs> yeah, try looking at your own. Yeah. That's a pain in the butt, you know? I know, it's true. You have to go through a whole thing. Like, it should just default to me. It should. Everybody's feed should just default to you, really. I said,
1: this just in. Complicated, complex... And uh, decades-old diplomatic situation confound celebrity uh, president, Nobel <laughs> Prize in doubt. Nobel Prize, <laughs> I love it. And you know the thing that's fascinating about this is, as we were just talking in the last, uh, about in the last <laughs> ten minutes. Um, is the White House gift shop already has commemorative coins for this. I think
0: that's really fucking great.
1: Which which crashed today because everyone's trying to get their hands on it I know. for posterity, right? Yeah. And for eBay.
0: And I think the White House had a, 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 a disclaimer up saying, uh, we may not, we're going to make these. It's not going to happen. That's right. You um, may not
1: get one. But, yeah. But damn it, people are trying because when I first went to take a look there, I got an error message back. server was <laughs> no, just too. You,
0: you too? Yeah, yeah. This server was yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> overwhelmed. I thought, well
1: you know, this would be good to hold on to for 25 years and then see, you know. Yeah,
0: if the world lasts that long, it will be great.
1: And uh, and we were just commenting, too, on, like, you know, I made the the Thai text to Dave and said, you know, only Nixon could go to China. And I, I was quoting... I attributed the the quote to Mr. Spock from Star Trek 60 and Discovery (laughs) (laughs) Country, but really...
0: Pretty sure it was Kissinger. Yeah, it was Kissinger. Pretty sure it was Kissinger Kissinger when he was national security advisor. That's
1: right. And uh, for Nixon's visit to China in 1972, doing the whole... Or was um, he
0: Secretary of State by then?
1: By 72? Oh yeah, he would have been Secretary of State. Because that's that's almost the end of Nixon, right? He's in his second term.
0: 70, yeah, does he go in 72? 72. He goes in 72. Okay, so no, he's still in his first term then, because his second term oh, is right, right, it's
1: near the end. Yeah, his yeah. approval rating goes up, like, dramatically. Yes, that's right. After that.
0: That's right. And it's
1: the whole, and we were talking about, um, so people were claiming Trump was playing fourth dimensional chess, because <laughs> uh, he's doing the, I'm the crazy man, and that's going to make, you yeah. know, Rocket Man <clears throat> do something, and I think there are people like Fox, who formerly pilloried President Obama for Saying he talked to Kim Jong Un, uh, they're constructing a narrative like, "Oh, he's the crazy, doing the crazy man thing," or he's the ugly American, and yeah. therefore only you know he can you know um, go and do this without being attacked. Yes, that's right. And I don't think it was that complicated. I no. think he's just a
0: dipshit. <laughs> I just don't think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And I think he's being advised by. I don't think the people at State are like this because they're professionals. No, professional but I, I think Yeah, but I think the people in the stuff. White House, for the most part. Yeah. Are really sycophants uh, and idiots. Yeah, and they and were willing the, idiots to, is a little strong, but
1: definitely sycophants. And they were willing to say, "Oh yeah, this will totally work." Yeah, like and it's
0: totally not going to work. So now, I mean, Kim's Kim's notion is what I'll do is, yeah, sure, I'll agree with some, and also because um, it'll make me look good at home, uh, which he doesn't care a great deal about, but it doesn't matter. Maintain, to a right? point. maintain, you yeah. can't
1: you can't let a chink appear in your armor. That's right, right. And
0: then the next thing is it looks it looks good in the south. Yep. Okay. Now, he can then say to himself, what I'm going to do is I'll... Uh, let's see, I'll have a... Now, what I'm going to start doing is just demanding crazy shit because yeah. maybe he'll give it to me. And if he doesn't and decides not to have a summit, I win that way too. Exactly. So the first thing is, uh, I'm going to ask for, and he, I know he did ask for this apparently, a drastic reduction in American troops. And, of course, the Americans aren't going to leave South Korea. It's what stops North Korea from beating South Korea. Yeah. Is all the... Stuff. Troops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, you know, and that's... Uh, so there's that. Uh, so he wins either way. Yeah. So he comes out of this looking great because mm-hmm. uh, he's you know he's been preparing for this job for his whole life. He's he's evil. I, I'm yeah. not trying to be on. I'm I'm, I'm not hashtag Team Kim. But yeah. uh, you know um, he does. He's competent at playing a certain at, game. At playing a certain game, and it's it is a very specific game, and it's brinksmanship, yeah. and that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. When you call them on it, <clears throat> the North Koreans, which is what has been the typical approach from the yeah. West for fifty years, 50th, sixty years, yeah, they basically back down.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, the most we will do is apply sanctions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything gets tightened up. Yeah. Um, you know, if people may starve. Yeah. Because domestic food production isn't great enough. And, China doesn't necessarily always provide the necessities. Yeah. Um, It's one of those weird situations, too, where, like... You're not going to have a world war over North Korea. Probably not. It's (coughs) not a big enough issue... Yeah. ...for you just to go, okay, I'm going to SWAT this, when you're one of the world's superpowers. Yeah. But it's big enough that you can't ignore it entirely either. That's right. That's right. And... It's a question of how much of a price do you want to pay or or have the civilians pay to yeah. to use the military option. And yeah. every time anyone ever thinks the military option is the right way, except in a very few cases, it, or possibly in in no case does it ever go the way you think. And no. that's often represented in... Science fiction, very and fantasy, so. very well. Yeah. There's always a law of unintended consequences, and we see that in real life with you know the theories around regime change, the the Libya playbook that Mike Pence was,
0: yeah, apparently Cause that, quoting because it's gone perfectly well. That um, you know yeah. Libya is basically a stable Western liberal democracy now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, look, nobody's had. No, I, don't, I don't know very many people who think it's good. Who think it's bad that Gaddafi's gone because Gaddafi was a murderous bastard. Yep. Yeah. but for world geo... sort of world real politic Mm. stability, he he had become okay... Well, provided
1: in a certain context, provided a certain kind of stability. Yeah, it's not
0: good stability that anybody in the country liked. The people were protesting to get rid of him, and then he ordered planes to attack his own people, and that's what started... Yeah. What basically started, uh, whatever, it had, a, it had a pretty cool name. What was that one? Operation, whatever. But uh, that one had a good name. <laughs> yeah. Like some of the, Iraqi Freedom, not a good name. And doing yeah, like, Freedom, not a good Desert Storm was a good name. Yes. A I little, st-
1: little on the nose.
0: Yeah. You know. I still, you know, like the old names. Yeah. Overlord. Yeah. What's wrong with Overlord? That's a great name. Yes. <laughs> it's just chosen randomly from a fucking code book, right?
1: But you know, but Churchill and others weren't above going. Yeah, let's not use that. One. Yeah. Like if it was a really stupid one, and this was a really like yeah. momentous occasion. Like yeah, maybe not. You know, num nuts or whatever and we pulled out of the operation basket Nimrod. That's right. But
0: instead, they went. I mean, for the invasion of Japan, it would have been Operation, operation Olympic, Olympic, which is yeah,
1: yeah okay yeah
0: that's a good name. That's a good name. Yeah, um, I think
1: it makes me think too. Like uh, there's always a constant dynamic in, or often in. Different kinds of sci-fi, also in some fantasy, where yes, uh, the 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 military option versus talking or diplomacy, yep. and in things you look at, Joe Holland's *Forever War* and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where the military option was exercised, so there wasn't a summit. But what they find out really is that you know whatever alien they were fighting has been trying all along yeah to communicate. Right, and we just didn't get, or we when we got it, we were already too late. So we just went ahead, and so we can't stop now, yeah. even though. Well, that's kind of the, the sort of the story of Arrival, that
0: movie from last year, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yep, trying to make sure that we got it the right way in time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, and you can think of even just one wonders what. These class clashes of cultures in science fiction and things. Yes. I mean, it's enough that we we've had them, you know, on Earth, where you have first contact between a North American uh, Native people and Europeans, mm. and they have such a completely different worldview in a lot yes. of things that <clears throat> you get complete misunderstandings of each other. Yeah. Right? You you also get the idea of no, oh, it's named Canada, really. Yeah, I think Canada really means just a bunch of and Then, of you, get,
1: then it, you get a uh, 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 feel-good, mom-and-apple-pie, historic-a-moment. historic
0: moment. There is that. You know, there that. is that. No, no. no. <laughs> Canada. No. It means, no, I
1: think it means the village.
0: No, no, no. I, I speak his language.
1: That's right. Let me, how can let me european explain this to you. No, yeah. but yeah. how
0: can you speak his language? You're here with Jacques Cartier. You're the first French guys ever to meet these folks. It's like no, no no I I'm pretty sure I've already sussed out his language. I'm using the international the, the uh, I'm using the uh, the, the universal the, the, translator And I've also well, Hoshi Sato from Enterprise is with me. That's
1: so right. uh <laughs> she's and that up, I rewatched um, Last Starfighter and when he yeah. he goes to the Starfighter base the first time on Rylos uh-huh. they they're talking to him in Rylan or whatever and then they on his lapel they they do a little push pin thing and yes. he's got a little thing that's the universal translator right
0: the thing about the universal translator I, I, that's coming by the way because you okay. know there's already apps on you know there's, you can take pictures with, with your phone yeah and it'll translate for you so yeah. that's great how does it make your lips look like they're moving properly yeah I know that's always the how, thing that gets how me are you, how are you syncing that up yeah that's pretty impressive right <laughs> yes I know it would be hard on TV so, yeah, I mean, there's the, there's Nixon going to China, which is a big thing, mm-hmm. which uh, the predecessor to that, of course, is Trudeau going to China. Yes. Right? Who sort right. of sets up the West opening up China. Yeah. Is Pierre Trudeau going? You also uh, get yeah. uh, uh,
1: some initial um, meetings, I think, with the leaders of India and Pakistan to China. This sort of The neutral states are able to... Yeah. Do a bit more, and are more willing to view China as separate from the Soviet Union. Yeah, long you, before that. Yeah, Western even though the
0: Sino-Soviet split, split happens what fifty nine. Yeah, I mean, it's it would, really none early. of us even. None of us in the West believe it, though, right? Well, no, we're all
1: fucking communists. No, no, we obviously believe that the Soviet Union is issuing orders through China into yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, the whole time.
0: Though you know, when the People's Republic was proclaimed, apparently Mao asked. Like, he, he yeah. floated the idea with Stalin of, like, so we're just going to become part of the USSR, right?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: and Stalin was like, uh, uh, no, because also I'm paranoid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need uh, a rival. I
0: don't need a billion Chinese in my country. That's
1: basically right. what he was Being thinking. led by basically sort of a cult figure yeah. of their own. Yeah. yeah that would be we bad. can't have two cults of personality in this country. <laughs> well, when he went, uh, if you listen to... You, um, I've got the book but I've also got the audiobook, David Halberstam's uh, The Coldest Winter which mm-hmm. is about the winter of 1950 and the Korean War mm-hmm. and there's a lot of background information there about Mao going and trying to get recognition yeah. and then after he had won and defeated the Nationalists he goes to Moscow and he's met by sort of more minor party functionaries yeah. take him to a hotel and he just sits there and like it's, I think he's there. It's it sort of coincides with I think Stalin's seventieth or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. And like he's just there, and he's like, he's <laughs> the, all the other minor communist power leaders are, you know, get to see Stalin before he does. It's just a little exercise of, you know, you may have let this great you know, communist revolu- inspired revolution. <coughs>
0: I'm Joseph fucking Stalin. I'm Joseph Stalin and
1: there's some, you know, basically you're a Chinese guy that yeah. I don't respect. That's right. Yeah.
0: Sounds like most, of my job interview at Nipissing in 1999 was like that. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in a hotel room.
1: Waiting. Waiting. I that my interview for York was yeah, like that. It's sort of like I got there early and I'm like,
0: this is, I'm yeah. in North York. I was there for four days. Yeah. Interview was too Yeah. But it's like I uh, when I when I set up my, my, my trip, yeah. I, I, I said the flight's like two hundred bucks or it was like three hundred bucks cheaper. Yeah. If I come an extra day early. Is that a good idea? Yeah. Yeah, great, good. Thank you for doing it. I'm thinking, Oh, I'm a hero. That's right. I'll get rewarded with skin here. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the I don't know, Comfort Inn or something in, in, <laughs> in, in, in North Bay. Yeah. Good times that yeah. was. And that's about as good as it gets. Well I didn't get the job. I still don't know why, but that's, I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm perfectly fine here. Um, <laughs> There's only room
1: on the university campus for one called the personalities.
0: So. <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Mm. Nice callback. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, we talked about... Or did we? That we lost, lost the last <laughs> ten minutes. We the, the, the The Praxis explosion, right? So, yeah, so, so that's the Vulcans, Vulcans up, Yes. The Vulcans, the Vulcans broker. Well, yeah, the Vulcans broker. The Vulcans do broker. They yes. bring in the Starfleet. Yes.
1: And they want Kirk... Yeah. To go meet with the Klingons, because he's the Nixonian figure. Yeah. And uh, they're going to go to then have, sign the Kittimer Accords. The Kittimer Accords, exactly. Right. And then, you know, and just in, you know, with the Infinity War movie out recently, of course, that universe has the um, Sokovian Accords. Okay. To control all the nations coming together to, to regulate the use of superpowers.
0: Right. And Babylon Five, which is yes, the, I mean the, that's um, a
1: big time diplomacy.
0: It really is. Sci-fi I mean, it's, it's, you've got the five major races: you've got yep. the Narn, the Centauri, the Vorlons, the Mimbari, and us. Yeah. Um, basically, that's the five yep. permanent members of the Babylon Five Council. In other words, of the pop, the permanent members of the Secret Council. Right. And then you got the non League of Non-Aligned Worlds, which is the others like the, yep. uh, oh God, the Pakmara and the. The fleshy. They were the. They were the. Um, oh, yeah. uh The carrion ears. The. Uh, the drowsy. Right. Eh? I yeah. Yeah. C- not watch Babylon Five in a while. But uh, so all these other peoples, and it really is all about yeah. diplomacy. Well,
1: the whole station is set up for every for. Yeah. People meet. It's set up to be like the UN. Everyone comes. Yeah. So
0: so there isn't going so to be there another isn't going war. to be another war. It basically is the UN.
1: Yes. Everyone has forgotten why the UN was created. Yeah.
0: It was the dawn of the third age of mankind. That's right. The year of the Great War came upon us all. But uh, yeah, it was... Um, like, that show was totally about... <clears throat> even though there's the bigger story of the Vorlons and the shadows, and the Vorlons are... The Vorlons are the assassins and the shadows are the Templars? <laughs> if you go to the Assassin's yes. Creed universe in yeah. a lot of respects. Uh, but both, it turns out, are kind of evil. Yeah, well, they both have a. They're paternalistic assholes. Yeah, and they have a dualistic view
1: of the universe, right? Yes. So, it's, so you're either all with us or all with them, yes. and there's nothing in between.
0: That's right. That's right. Right. And they're. Uh, one of the things I love about the show is the diplomatic intrigue. Is yeah. The uh, the idea that you also don't know. When you watch the first season, which is cut off.
1: He had a slow start.
0: Yeah. There were some great episodes. Babylon Square is a great episode. Yeah. But there's other episodes. There's the one about the boxer, TKO, which right. is just... You can skip that one, folks. Uh, <laughs> if you're starting to watch through it, apparently Babylon 5 is coming to Amazon Prime. That's awesome. Now, I don't know if it's going to make it in Canada, but I don't think it... I've never seen it streamed in Canada, so it's probably coming. Because now it's coming to, to, um, uh, to the States. And, and you know. Jeff Bezos is picking up The Expanse on Amazon. What?! Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that.
1: I don't know if it's confirmed, but that's the rumor. Okay. Because apparently he wanted that. Oh! He wanted that originally, and... What is it? Sci-fi doesn't have the streaming rights. That's right. So that's one of the reasons it's just... It's got a solid um, viewership. Yeah. But it's not as much as the first season, but that's always kind of what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it suffers because they have to shoot it in a linear fashion and they have no streaming rights so they just don't, they don't pick up the, the people who don't want to watch in a linear fashion that's and right. Bezos apparently big time expanse fan
0: okay and he's also just well look he liked the Washington Post so much he bought it But
1: well, he liked he liked the uh, Lord of the Rings movies so much he bought the rights for 250 million dollars to do some new yeah. unnamed un that's right whatever uh, Lord of the Rings series I'm like oh, just please don't just make up some Drek that's just like sort of generic vanilla high fantasy crapola. Yeah,
0: because you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're Long, a
1: big fan. Yeah, you know, and yeah, you've me. been
0: playing the online game for like 10 years. Since or
1: something 2007.
0: Right? Okay, so 11 years. Yeah, and um, they and that game
1: is, is, I mean, it's graphics are dated and stuff, but no, that's they, they got the lore down great. Like, stuff they had to fill in, they got people who can do the languages, they... They yeah. are able to make use of all the material. Right, and it's just great. Okay, and and the expanse, of course, has a strong component yeah. of you know, should we get together and have some kind of summit between Earth and Mars, Earth and Mars, and, the belt. and do we include the belt? Yeah, do we, we include the belt at all? And those who just feel,
0: do we invite Canada to the Versailles Treaty and negotiations? That's <laughs> right well, No, no,
1: no, no, no. Yeah. We will represent you. It's yeah. okay.
0: Thank but you, we, thank we, you for your service. We eventually did. We, yes. we got a seat because yes. we, I believe, the we, we very politely kicked and screamed and yelled. Yes. And the dominions got seats. So Australia, yep. New Zealand, uh, Canada, and uh, well, South Africa. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> there were the, the white dominions as yes. they used to be called. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a shower and yeah, Plus, uh.
1: <laughs> Churchill was big uh, friends with Ian Smuts.
0: yeah Yeah.
1: So there was a personal connection, yeah. and Churchill's back in cabinet by then.
0: That's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so you know, um, but the expanse is about yeah,
1: it's it's about you, right? Yeah, and and even though how, right now it's very explodey. Well, that's the thing. Diplomacy has failed. There are there are entrenched interests that feel like diplomacy's not diplomacy's not even an option. It's like all or nothing. Yeah and if we don't do it now yeah. because there's been the introduction of the idea of the protomolecule which is the MacGuffin that makes the whole series go that's right and it can do you know anything basically yeah all sorts of wonderful things that if they don't if, if one side gets this the other two are done yes right? so it's, it's, it's that all or nothing there's um, some kind of weapon that just will put one power mm-hmm. above mm-hmm. all the rest yes. and of course if they get that they're going to use that advantage immediately
0: yeah yeah. Even though nobody really has any idea of what it does and it's horrible and possibly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I guess there's kind of an allegory there to nuclear weapons. Yeah, I, mean, I was just thinking that, yeah. Because when they're first used, yeah. the idea, I mean, look into the 50s, you have the, you know, the, what was it, the. Um, the Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, that's, that's I the I was one. just, I was listening
1: to David Halberstam's uh, The Best and the Brightest. Right. And they're talking about, like, one of my personal heroes. Uh, from military history, Jim Gavin, mm-hmm. he retires as a lieutenant general. He's the youngest major general in the United States Army mm-hmm. with the, um, the 82nd Air War Division. So when Matt Ridgway moves up to Corps Commander, Gavin gets the 82nd. And he's, in the 50s, mm-hmm. Does he's on all the boards that are looking at the new Pentomic Division... They're looking at new weapons, use of helicopters, mobility. Right. Like, and how do we arrange ourselves on the battlefield that if we use limited, sort of short-range tactical nukes, mm-hmm. we can wipe them out and and, um, uh, and not have, you know, get killed by the fallout or whatever. Right. And, you know, there's people like him where, like, once they began, like, thinking through the weapons, they're like, do we really want some guy who's cut off and scared with one of these things mm-hmm. Just firing it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nuclear and artillery. The, the they, idea grow, that right. yeah.
1: we we've got this advantage <clears throat> we should sort of disseminate it through the armed forces in a whole bunch of different ways. We should have nuclear bullets and guns. Yeah, yeah. We should have like these sort of self propelled rifles that fire uh, nuclear warheads, we should have ballistic missiles, we should have bombs, we should have the whole kitten component. Well, you
0: know, the 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 Beaumark missile, the the you know, anti aircraft missile was a nuclear tipped aircraft anti aircraft missile. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of Soviet bombers up there. Well, let's go do a nuclear airburst around them. It will destroy the bombers. Yes. No one's arguing that. Yeah. You know, it's the sort of... <laughs> there's a book I read called, I believe, 1940... It's called 1946, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh, not the Newt Gingrich one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But it's on the same topic, which yeah. is bizarre. The Invasion of <laughs> Japan. Right. Um, and it's a good book. Um, and it... Uh, it has Curtis LeMay just now and then dropping nukes. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. you know that's what he would have done. Yeah.
1: Well that's it. If you have if you have the power, yeah. then the argument is you use it all at once, as hard as you can, yeah. and finish it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do this incremental thing, you don't do this flexible response thing, you don't use the inkblot strategy, you don't do any of this crap that, you know, ties your hands. Yeah. And you certainly don't talk to the enemy. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't...
0: Well, see, this was the, the plot
1: of this book, and I wish I yeah. could... Re- I can't remember. It could
0: have been just 1945 or 1946 it was called. But what happens is it's during Operation Cornet and Olympic, yeah. and what they do is um, they kidnap the Emperor. Hmm. Um, and he's <laughs> taken from... Um, see, what happens is, remember, the Emperor... Remember, there's a, there's a coup attempt, right? On August 14th or, right. or 15th? Yeah. So, what happens, that succeeds in this book. Okay. So the fighting keeps going. And then he's taken, um, he somehow escapes, and I can't remember how. Else. I read the book like eight years ago or something. And he's, he ends up meeting up with the Americans. And he ends up getting on, uh, he's on an aircraft carrier, and he is present, he reads, uh, there's a film made. Of him meeting with MacArthur, and the Japanese anthem is played, showing that he's still in power. And people right. like so. Then that yeah. the film is shown, and everything it turns out fine. That sounds
1: like a little man in the high cast. Yeah, it's got a little of
0: that going yeah. for it, but it also has uh, yeah, Curtis Lemay just dropping nukes, right? <laughs> like using using like uh, little boy and fat man uh, type bombs as uh, tactical nuclear weapons.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that's. I mean, that's. Uh that's one of those issues that does get explored like even in a sense that the one ring in Lord of the Rings is yeah. designed to be like that's what ties Sauron to Middle-Earth so it gives him incredible mm-hmm. strength and the temptation is someone else someone else who's sufficiently strong enough could use it to become all-powerful yeah and of course that's what Sauron fears He the one thing he doesn't think could happen is that someone would actually destroy it because of course they tried that before and you know silver just took it. Right. And that led to you know his doom. Yeah. Uh, So again like even in in the fantasy realm there's like the idea of uh, you know something that's so overpowering that you will that whoever gets it first is just gonna go for it so of course everyone else begins to act the same
0: way. Yeah. And I mean, I think that the other thing that often happens in these sort of science fiction versions of the world, of the universe, is that there is a... There are good guys and bad guys. You know, Babylon 5 always had great shades of gray. Yeah. With, you know, um, President Clark, who's basically Donald Trump. Uh, But you had... You always have this sort of... Very often, there is something that's, you know... That we would consider at least authoritarian, mm-hmm. and sometimes you see something totalitarian. You don't see it that often. Like the, the, the Romulans, always struck me as some as a, as a sort of civilization that were kind of just rigidly, yeah, just rigid. Yeah. But there's a senate. We're going to assume it's elected. We're not sure. Could be appointed. Yeah. We don't really know. It seemed
1: very oligarchic. Like yeah. In, in in the sense of. The way the Roman Senate worked, yeah, before it was a puppet of the emperors, yeah. Where, you know, there are certain senators are more senatorial than others, yeah. right? There are certain families that have more dignitas, they have
0: yes, exactly.
1: You know, they have just more, yeah, auctoritas, dignitas, and they don't like newcomers, and they're quite good at keeping up the front of, oh, this is, the we're the elected, you know, senior members of this society, but yeah. really there's like five families controlling everything, and they're all married to each other. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which, of course, always, almost always, eventually leads to, you know, fraternal bloodshed. Yeah. Yeah, which makes it just much more toxic. Yeah. I have, uh, I, have and I think, I have like Claudius right there on DVD, yeah. by the way, just saying. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think the Romulans are quite rigid, and I think they got a, a precarious balance going yeah. on in their society. And now
0: that the Klingon... The, but the Romulans do have this sort of... They have a secret police. They have the yes. Doshiar. Yeah. The Klingons... I, we don't really understand their... They have the Chancellor. They have an Emperor, Kales. Yes. But... And the seat's always open. The seat's always open, but then Kales shows up, yeah. remember? Cause yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I don't know if you've you heard me speak Klingon from Discovery. It's like this um, and everything was have Yeah, but you just gotta go a lot um, but yeah so I don't think we get there's no it's not there's a weird culture there mm-hmm. there's I doubt it's one person one vote I think if you've killed more people you probably get to vote more
1: or if you control more squadrons like it seems like it's the a families lot, also yeah, it's kind you know, of like the mob right yeah.
0: Like there's the five, the the the, yeah. the, like the 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 commission. The five yeah. families get together and yeah. they elect the Gowron, who's the head of uh, the 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 court of the crime commission of New yeah. York, right? That's right.
1: He's got a consigliere. Yeah, probably from another family. So yeah. we've
0: got the federation. Seems to be Western liberal democracy.
1: Yeah, and the fed. I mean, they always get retconned slightly whenever they do a new version. Mm-hmm. I think the some of the classic tricks. Tropes were playing with, dealing with a totalitarian state, or dealing with a yeah. sort of a qu- uh, quasi communistic state. Um, but they've always had more time to sort of tease out the federation. Yeah, like you just get more of it. But I we've never
0: seen, like, for example, an election campaign for president. Exactly.
1: So you, I'd think, like to see think, something because so like that. That. that did happen in Babylon Five, which yeah. was great, right? Yeah, but you get so you get the symbology of. Of the United Nations that we have, and that's like a nice visual shortcut to think, okay, well, it works kind of like the United Nations. So it doesn't work at all. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, but you know, but it works.
0: A bunch of people that are claiming diplomatic immunity but have parking tickets for their shuttle pods. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Title Parking tickets for their shuttle pods? Not bad. Um, But yeah, I think um, some. And the Cardassians, again, it's authoritarian, it's military rule. T- I, don't, I can't think of a totalitarian country, or country, a planet, civilization, yeah. in Trek. I mean, you can think of ones in other literature, obviously, that it more comes to mind yeah. and you know, uh, uh, um, Brave New World, obviously, and We by Zamyatin, Yeah, the first dystopian yeah. novel, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you've not read We by Evgeny Zemiatin, it is the most depressing, and the first and most depressing uh, dystopian novel. And I believe it's out of um, copyright, so you can just get it for free. Get it for free, so yes. you don't pay for it. I mean, literally, you can probably download a iBook of it for free. Yeah, uh, unless
1: you're insistent on getting like a critical edition with someone else's preface. Yeah. slapped on it. But
0: I mean, we read it in uh, Totalitarianism in the 20th Century, Pospisilovsky's yeah. class. Right and uh, Zamyatin wrote it while living in the early days of the Soviet Union. And that book does involve the government coming up with an operation to remove your imagination. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's damn serious shit.
1: What, the short story about Harrison Bergeron? Right. Right, he's weighted down so he, no one can have any advantages. Yeah. So everyone's got things, you know, they've got loudspeakers in their ears so they can't hear. Like, they're just all, they're they're basically all... Crippled in yeah. different
0: ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so, yeah, but I, I can't, like I said, I can't think of a Trek version of totalitarianism. Complete totalitarianism? It's... No, Because Korea, I'm th- well, again, just go to North Korea. If, if you, yeah. Folks, if you haven't put that together yet, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if they ever encountered... Like, they did a good job with Cardassia explaining why they went the way
0: they did. That's right, because everything was inefficient, nothing was yeah. working. And they were
1: suffering, like, yeah. the, the planet was going to crap, and, yeah. you know, they were all going to basically die.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think if there's any episodes where they just dealt with, like, a one-off totalitarian state that was just completely sort of off the wall. I mean,
0: they... There's often authoritarian ones, right? Yeah. But there's not the sort of Big Brother is watching you, Nazi Germany, Soviet Union. Well, North Korea is you know the classic. Yeah, yeah. And really, Saddam Hussein's Iraq was pretty <laughs> like that too. <clears throat> you know, uh, being encouraged to inform on family yeah. members, etc. I never really got to like.
1: I mean, I suppose it's in the expanded universe, but like how the Empire in Star Wars keeps a clamp on everything. Yeah because I know the Emperor has the Emperor's hands and other agents like that mm-hmm. and of course you get the, the Imperial officers in the black uniforms that seem to be slightly more sinister than the ones yeah. in the grey uniforms
0: but it's also I mean I guess the only, the only thing I can think of there is maybe the Mirror Universe oh yeah right yeah it seems totalitarian
1: uh, it has this element of they're constantly struggling with each other it's not like 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 North Korea, Joseph Stalin, Mao, where it's just no. like one like there is one person for a while, but they're always really at risk of yeah. of getting killed. You know, like you know, Lurka was trying to kill to the uh, trying to kill the Empress in the, the Mirror Universe. Yes, like like the purges, the purge type trials, and and the weeding out you see of longtime Party comrades yeah. and and former people who you know. For their cause, did great service, mm-hmm. is astounding. Yeah, in places like North Korea, or China under, yeah. or under Mao, and and the USSR under Stalin, mm-hmm. like they just would go to the purge trial and they would admit whatever. Yeah, and then they would be taken out and, and killed. Yeah, right, and that still happens in North Korea today. Like someone's right. accused, and like they go, yeah, I, t-, you know, whether or not they're tortured or not. Yeah, debatable. I think a lot of them just—they know they're done anyway. So, and it's
0: like I'll—I'll I'll try to minimize the effect on everyone I've ever met.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it doesn't yeah. spread to my family and friends yeah. too. And you, and you would think because you don't live through it, you'll. Know, well, if someone did that, you know, showed up in the middle of the night and took a family member away, wouldn't you? You know, go and assassinate the leader, or, or do whatever. Or you think the the people in the military might. Yeah. Uh, do something. It's like. No, I mean unless they think they got a clear shot at being the leader, they're just gonna keep their head down and go, Well, was it me this time? <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Does that and you know, I've got twelve extra square meters in my apartment. Also, right. right now, uh, I'm allowed to look at porn now and then on, on, right. on our on our intranet.
1: That's <laughs> so right. I'm cool. That's right. I might get a good job in the secret police. Yeah, and then it never has to be.
0: Yeah, maybe I can become an international diplomat, and maybe I, I can watch Netflix. Yes, <laughs> you know, they probably can't though. I'm sure that's also monitored. Well, I'm sure, yeah, you know, yeah. There's places I don't want to visit. North Korea is in that list.
1: Yeah, I don't get that one. That one. They do let some tourists in. Like, I don't know why you would do that. No. Like, you're just asking for No,
0: you... Uh, you're
1: good. You're, there's an even chance you're going to be... I hate blaming it, victims, but if you're
0: that stupid... so like, yeah, I'm going to go to North Korea, and I'm going to try to take some pictures. No, don't do that, don't dude. It. Don't, 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 don't. So then I've got the worst vacation ever where I'm following a North Korean minder everywhere. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, look. China... You can't criticize the government, Vietnam. You can't criticize the government, but you know what? You can go talk to folks. That'll work now. Yeah, 20 years ago I was different, but it's not like that now. So I would go to Vietnam if I had the money. Yeah, except I'm to spend it all on a new fence on a new shed, so I can't go. Oh, a- yeah. that's so bourgeois of you. Yeah, well, you new know, fence, you new know, shed. I'm gonna put my extra shit in the shed <laughs> for my stuff. For my stuff, yeah. That's right. my, uh, my extra stuff doesn't fit my house. That's right.
1: George Carlin kind of. <laughs> That's
0: right. Supply lines are getting shorter in order to maintain. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, we should watch The Expanse, That's and right. uh, so we we lost ten minutes, but we we did we covered what and we I covered. Think we, yeah, we caught that back. We caught, we caught it back. Um, Ken, where are you on the internet? Uh, at Ken Herndon on Twitter. Indeed, he is, and uh, I'm at the Broadbeck And again, I've said this many times. If you're in Hamilton, Ontario, July 6, 7, 8, if you're listening to this in 2018, if you're listening to this in the yet another year, look, it may be those same days, but it usually is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that might be a different set of days when you're listening in 2030. Well, I don't think people are still listening. Could be. Could have an old timey H.G. Wells time machine. <laughs> Could be. So come to the Marshall McLuhan podcast around tables. On that note, uh, we will see you next time. We're going to watch The Expanse.